Morning everyone, let's get started. Yesterday was Daf Nun Dalid. Today is Nun Hey. We'll do a review of yesterday's Daf. And then get to today's. We are learning Ilui Nishmas from Abashmol Shemim Ben Hisham Amaliyah, Daniel Ben Baruch Ben Yudalei Beimi, and Naftali Yosef Ben Chaim Nisan Alevi. And also have a minor for Shlemet all who need it. And with that, we are starting at the Mishnah on Daf Nun Gimel and Beis for our Chazorah. We do Chazorah every day. And, uh, Which is an amazing so, accomplishment. Okay, so let's, well, we'll see how it goes. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, 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 anyway, so we're starting our review from the Mishnah. So we saw in the Mishnah that, the, as we know, there's uh, the days of Yemei Nida and the days what we call Yemei Ziva. From when a woman sees dam, her first seven days are called Yemei Nida. And if she sees blood at all, or for, for any and for all of those seven days, she will only be Tameh as a Nida. After that, she can do what's called the Hefzak Tahara. She can purify herself, uh, check herself to make sure that she's not seeing anymore. She goes to Mikvah that night, and she is permitted to her husband. That's the Allah Minat Torah from the Torah. However... What happens is, is that there's after those seven days an additional eleven days that we say that a court, that Chazal tell us that a, that a woman cannot actually be having a period in that time frame and because it's too close to the previous one. Basically, the closest, the shortest period is is a minimum of eighteen days. So there's an eleven days where she's not expected to see blood. And any blood that she will see is what we would call a different kind of blood. It's damziva. She has a flow of some sort unrelated to nida. And that flow, um, <laughs> if it's three consecutive days, will render her a zavagdola. She has to purify herself with that. And she'll need to count, to check herself for seven days. And it'll be seven clean days. And with the seven clean days, then she's going to be mutter after that. And then she can reset her cycle back to the main nida. Okay. Now, so if a person sees in the interim, in a period where it's a suffolk time, meaning, it's Rabbi was talking about this morning about Ben Hashmashos, so it's very relevant when it comes to here. So it's the day 11, and it's in the evening, so it may be still the Yemei Ziva, it may already be uh, the Yemei Nida. So the Mishnah tells us that it's Tchilas Nida and Sof Nida, it's the beginning and end of Nida. Of course, we'll see in the Gemara that's not end of Nida, it's really the beginning of Ziva, but okay, it's the end of Ziva and beginning of Nida, but okay. And it's also Trila Ziva and Sof Ziva. Okay? So, um, and also the same suffix you can find if it's on day 40 or uh, for a male child or day 80 for a female child. As we know, that after the first seven days where a woman is forbidden after childbirth from having given birth to a boy, or for 14 days for a girl. <laughs> so then there's an additional period of time that even if a woman sees blood, she is not considered tame. she's permitted to her husband. It's what we call dam tohar, it's blood that is pure, meaning it does not forbid her. <coughs> and, uh, but that period of time ends at 40 days for a boy and 80 days <coughs> for a girl. And what if a woman sees blood on day 40, Ben Hashmashos, at the end? So maybe it's still the time where it's not problematic. Maybe, and therefore it should not make her tummy. Maybe it's from the time, it's Ben Hashmashos, after all, it's, it's in twilight. And maybe it's the beginning of the time when it is, when it is so maybe <coughs> she's an Ida. It's a woman who is To'eh. And therefore it's a suffix, and she's going to have to consider herself in doubt 
whether she needs to count seven seven days or not, and we will and messes up her ability to figure these things out. So these are that's the issue of the Mishnah. According to Rabbi Shua, why are you so worried about the people who are in mistaken mode? You should uh, the cra- the crazy women uh, talk about f- setting up and making organized and clear the halacha for the women who are pikros who are seeing in the regular way. So the question the Gemara was first bothered by is what's the, what do we mean by tchilas nida and sof nida? It's tchilas nida and sof ziva because and the answer is is that you're right. We're really talking about two different times, the end of day eleven at Ben Hashmashos would maybe the beginning of day eighteen really um, from the last time of the the nime nida. That's that's uh, what we're talking about, which is tchilas nida or potentially sof ziva. And we could also talk about right after day seven. So it's, it's day seven on her seventh day from Nida period. She has she sees Dam in the Ben Hashmashos period of time, and it may be day seven still, maybe already day eight, and that's called um, that's also the that's a sof that's a sof Nida and Tchilas Ziva, and in both of those cases it's a case of doubt. And that's what we meant over there. Now, we mentioned Rabbi Yeshua in the Mishnah that you should worry about the women who are uh, who, who are not... First of all, the word shotos here is misnomer. It's not correct. It should really be toos, the women who are mistaken. Because, and so we fixed the text. Why are you showing shotos? No, no, not, no, all, no, all, no, not all women. It's no, just, it doesn't no, make sense. Oh, right, exactly. Only some. There you go. Not, no need to fix it. Anyway, so what what uh, Rabbi Shur was referring to was what this brisa that we'll get into is talking about, and that is depending on the pattern of the woman, uh, uh, how will she be permitted back to her husband, and under what circumstances and which days? So we talk about a pattern, an unusual pattern, where a woman is uh, seeing for the same amount of days that she doesn't see, and we work our way from one through ten. Day one, first she sees one day, then doesn't see a day. Sees a day, doesn't see a day, etc., etc. And then we go, go through one, and then two, and three, four, all the way through ten. And each one is going to have a different halacha as to when, when or if at all will she be permitted to her husband. So, again, remember, the first, day, first seven days are Yimei Nida, after that comes Yimei Ziva. So, the halacha is, if a woman uh, sees a day, doesn't see a day, sees a day, doesn't see a day, so then every odd day she's seeing Dam. Every even day she is, um, she's not seeing Dam. So a woman after day seven, she saw blood that day, but that evening she can check herself and find out that she's clean. And if she's clean, she can go to the mikvah and she's permitted her husband on day that eight. Day. Yeah. So the eighth day, the eve of the eighth, as well as the eighth, and as well as the eve of the ninth, she's still going to be permitted to her husband. That's, that's, uh, that's fine. And then, um, of course, after that, she's going to be seeing on day nine. So the halacha is, is that that makes her forbidden for the following day. Because there's something called the Shomeris Yom Kineged Yom. If she sees a day uh, that's not a full-fledged uh, Zav Gedola that needs seven clean days. So then she has to watch herself for the next day. And she's forbidden to her husband for the entire next day. So therefore, she sees on day nine. She's forbidden on day ten. Um, but uh, the eve of the 11th, she's permitted back to her husband. The same is true, uh, even though she did not see at all on day 10. What happens on day 11? 
she sees blood. So therefore, she's forbidden again on day 12. Then what happens? The eve of the 13th, she's back to being permitted to her husband. So the Chazal tell us that basically there's going to be, if you do the math, there's going to be four nights out of the 18 total for this cycle that she's going to be basically con- uh, permitted to her husband besides for the eve. And uh, after that, um, uh, after that, the cycle resets again and then you have to count she, she eats on the... Um, uh, basically, then she's going to go back to being Anita. When she's Anita again, she's going to basically count seven days and then the eighth day from then, and that's the cycle how it's going to continue on and on. The next, um, that's all, that's all <laughs> provided that she uh, is not seeing Dhamma in the evening, she's only been seeing it in the daytime. But if she sees it at night, so then the only time that she's going to be allowed to her husband is basically the eighth day, and that's it, because even though she saw it, the eve of the seventh, whatever the the night of the seventh, so the 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 night of the eighth, she's skipping. She's permitted to her husband for the entire eighth day, but that night already she saw dam, so she's forbidden the following night, and um, there won't be any actually any other time when she's going to be permitted back to her husband because after waiting the full day, she sees right away for the next day. So uh, that's halacha in the case of one and one. What if the halacha is, what if the case is that she sees two and two? So then she's going to be, to, um, so, so the eighth day she's permitted to her husband, because if the first seven days is, is that has, the days seven and eight, she's not seeing them anyway. She goes to the mikvah, she can permit it to her husband on the eighth day. And uh, she's also going to be permitted to her husband on day 12 and day 16 and day 20. Okay, so the Gemara says, well, I understand why that's true, because basically after day 8, um, she's seeing for 9 and 10, she's obviously forbidden to her husband. She's going to have to wait till day 11. She's not going to be permitted till day 12. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and that's the same with 16 and the same with 20. But the question is, um, why do, shouldn't she be allowed to her husband on day 19? Because at that point in time, she, uh, she, there's no reason that she should have to watch herself for the re'iya that she had, whilst which is which is at the very end of your meziva, because who says you should need to be shemer yom kineged yom if you're already going to be outside your mei ziva? That's the question. So Rav Shesha says this shows that the the halacha of a gargron that 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 that, that which basically means the din of a gargron is is that the woman who has an obligation to wait uh, the full day. Uh, wait the next day to be Shomer Sim Yom. She's not allowed to have relations during the day because she may see later on in the day. So that's uh, so that's what that that's one answer to the question. Then we saw also Ravashi's answer is that even if you want to say that the eleventh day of the Meziva does not require a Shimur, but the tenth day does, and the eleventh day wasn't valid for Shimur because she was still prohibited. So you still have to make up for the having seen on the tenth day. Um, um, dam, and you need one clean day for that, and therefore, since the eleventh day wasn't clean, so she needs the twelfth day, and that's why she's forbidden on which is twelfth day is by the way day nineteen, and that's why she's going to be prohibited on nineteen and only permitted on day twenty. Okay. Next, we saw is three days and three on three days of seeing dam and three days of not seeing dam. So, um, so that's the cycle. So it's three on, three off. So of course, um, 
uh, she's not going to be able to go to the mikvah because she won't be able to do Avsik Taira from 7, 8, and 9. But after 7, 8, and 9, she could go to the mikvah. And uh, she's not going to be a Zabakdola because there was only two days into the Meziva. So she's only, she still just needs a Shemer Yom Kineged Yom. So then she's going to be permitted back to her husband for basically the following two days. Just not the first day, but the other two days that she's clean, she'll be allowed to her husband. And that's it. And then she'll never be allowed to her husband because um, she... she no, she, seven days. Yeah. What? No seven days. Right, because there's never seven clean days and she's already a mm-hmm. at that point. Uh, what? She'll become a Zavagdola. Right, because she'll have three, three days consecutive. That makes her a Zavagdola. And she never has seven clean days. So that's it. It's two days. To, right. So she has two days total ever to have relations to her husband. Okay. So that's day. That's three and three. What if it's four and four? It's even uh, worse because if it's four and four, so then there's going to be one day that she's allowed to her husband, and that's it because there's only one day. Uh, uh, one day that uh, she's uh, one one day before she actually becomes a uh, well, before she actually sees the Eva. Because there was four on, four off. So that the first, basically, after the seventh day, she's permitted her husband for day eight, basically. And that's it. And then there's going to be four days of blood, which renders her a Zav, a Zav Gdola. When she's a Zav Gdola, she's forbidden for, for, until she can have seven clean days, which she never has. Five days, however, five days on, five days off, then there's going to be a little better than that. There's going to be three days. And that's because right away in the beginning, She's only she sees Dam for 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 five out of the seven of Yemei Nida. Then she has two days, but she can purify herself after that. She has three days before she sees Dam, and therefore those three days she's permitted to her husband. But after that, she's going to be forbidden forever because it's five days on, five days off. Then she's going to ready to be a Zavagadola that never it purifies because she never found seven clean days. Can That's that five five. Has, what? Can she know she has this? Weird pattern. Why would she think to check after somebody considered? Uh, it's all too like a clean. She's theoretical. Theoretical doesn't happen. Right. Can, yeah, it's can, just it's okay. we're doing a mental exercise here. This is this is all thought experiment. Thought experiment. Right. Can, can, can the husband divorce her like on a regular basis, like every month, to in order to be with her? Because if she hit it, what? What do you mean to divorce her to yeah, help get, her? Yeah, get it, Then she's going to be... Then she starts her Nita cycle. Yeah, yeah. 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 It doesn't change the Nita cycle. Why not? Because she's the same lady. What do you mean? So, but, 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 but then how would she be mutter she had the all? pattern. She had the pattern before she, she married, yeah, right? But again, exactly. Thoughts, but what you're saying, I guess the, 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 the parameters of the thought, this, this, the thought experiment is that no. everything only starts the day, day of the marriage. It starts, it starts they get married, whatever. Yeah, that's that's what it she, she was yeah. a minor. She she gets, oh. We're not talking about minors. He married, her, stuff he married her as a young girl. She first saw... She married before she had her period, right? And then no, she, but then they could have relations. Well, yeah, but the, okay, but then she starts having a period, and this is her pattern. That, that, that that's be, it. That We're talking be, about that's, she's that's establishing a pattern at the point right. of marriage. That's all. Okay. Again, don't get too worried about this. Mm-hmm. Not this. I don't, we're not saying such a thing actually happened. Okay. So what? It's, it's just again, like we said, it's a thought experiment. That's all. Okay. So that's five and five. What happens is three three permitted days total, and that's it. Six and six. So there's going to be even uh, there's going to be five days that she's going to be permitted because after six days she has 
one day that yeah. she's still a nida, but then there's an additional um, 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 five days that she's going to be permitted to her husband, no, and then it. again she's going to be forbidden forevermore. Okay, seven days, Tamei and seven days tar. Actually, it actually comes out even better because there's going to be for her second set of seven days she's completely permitted to her husband. In the third set of seven days, she's going to be a Zava Gdola. Um, by the fourth set of seven days, she has seven clean days. So she's permitted back to her husband again. And then uh, basically, the cycle resets. And then the next time will be already Yemei Nida. Once it's Yemei Nida, so then she's going to, again, have the first days that are prohibited for the first seven. And then the following. So basically, there's going to be seven out of the total of uh, 28 days meaning one quarter of her time that she's going to be permitted to her husband. When it's eight days on, eight days off, so then the halacha is that there's going to be 15 days out of a 48-day cycle. It's a little bit more complicated how this works, but basically the idea is, is that uh, up until, obviously, after day eight, she's still going to be needing one more day because she's Shomer Yom Keneged Yom. But then after that, till uh, the, the eight clean days are going to be permitted, what? Yeah, right. Nice. I'm saying she's obviously not permitted to her husband after seven days. There was one day of Yemei Ziva that she was still seeing blood. So she needs to be Shomer Siyam Gnegadyam for that one day. So only after day nine is over, then she's permitted back to her husband up until day 16. And, um, and, then, and then she's going to see eight days straight that renders her a Zava Gedola. Then she has eight clean days she's uh, going to be. Um, She's gonna already have one day that she's uh, uh, she's seven clean days, and the next day she's permitted again. But then she has uh, uh, again the cycle, and basically out of the forty-eight days, we have fifteen total days where she's still gonna be permitted, and that's the cycle in a forty-eight-day cycle. Rav Adbar Yitzchok says that this teaches us. That <laughs> the question is, why is it for fifteen and not fourteen? It should be only really only fourteen. So the Gemara explains this teaches us. That even though you, she may be counting in the Meinita, those you may need uh, that she does not see Dan do qualify to count as your seven clean days. Okay, that's required. And we brought an interesting proof to that. It was a Shaila, it was a question actually that was asked to do the days of late count towards uh, sphere of Ziva, the counting of Ziva, if she happens not to see blood, even though she's anyway tummy. And Rav Kana says, um, I'll prove it to you because it says that if a woman has two days in a row, row of blood prior to birth and then she didn't really give birth to what we know as a child so therefore maybe there was no childbirth so maybe she's a late maybe she was a Yoledes Zachar maybe she was Yoledes Nekeva maybe she just had nothing come out and she's not even a Zava, a Zava at all or maybe it was blood that came out and now she's a Zava Gedola so in all those all those possibilities, she's a something ziva something leda. She brings a carbon, can't eat the carbon. But the days of leda, if she does not see dam, can count towards her seven clean days that she needs to be permitted for the yemei ziva. So it doesn't have to be days of uh, of tahara per se. It just has to be days that she happens not to see any blood. Um, so Rav Papa thought that wasn't a good proof because uh, maybe she gave birth to a, what was a male and therefore out of those first 14 days there were 7 that weren't anything and therefore that's why those were days were able to count so uh, Rav Hun Rav told him back is that look it, we don't know that it was a Zachar more than a Nekeva it could be, all those are possibilities and the fact of the matter is <laughs> it might have been a Nekeva and we're still able to count the days so it's still a good Raya and that was the end of that discussion 
nine days on, nine days off. So basically, it's an 18-day cycle over here, and she's going to be permitted pretty much uh, nine out of nine. She's never she's uh, she's never of a, a, a gedola, so she's uh, permitted um, eight out of the 18, pretty much, basically. Um, because there's one day that she has to be Shemaris Yom Kedeged Yom for the, having seen two days of Dimei Ziva. Seven. Tell me, seven days is Meidah. Then she saw an additional two days. That's right. not a Zavu Gedola. So she has to, so, so, so she's seeing on day eight and day nine, but day ten, she has to check herself because she saw in Yemei Ziva, so she's a Shemaris Yom Kedeged Yom. And then... That night, she's permitted back to her husband, and she's not going to be seeing for you know till eight days later, because that was, and that, because she's her cycle is nine and nine, and therefore it's and and by that time, it, she'll be already back to being Yemenita, not Yemenita anymore, and the cycle continues. But point being, there's going to be eight clean days that she's permitted to her husband, when it's ten days on, ten days off, or um so then, uh, um. So then the days that she's permitted to her husband are exactly as, as many as the days of Ziva, which is basically, um, uh, she's going to be granted a full three days, um, uh, pretty much, basically, uh, because uh, even though she's Zabagdola, so then you have seven clean days, then she's back to having, there's three days still of Tahira after those seven clean days, um, and then she's permitted to her husband. And then the cycle reiterates, basically. Um, and that is the same with 100 or 1,000. It all works the same way. And that was the end of the parak. It took us to the new parak. So in the new parak, we're talking about, we're actually changing gears a little bit. We're talking about the Dine uh, Tumah, how they can read Tumah. So we said the actual product <laughs> itself, the dam of the Nita, the blood of the Nita, as well as the flesh of a dead body, are all metame themselves and the metamalach and yavesh, even if they're fresh or even if they're in dried out form. However, when it comes to ziva flow and the bodily fluids of a zava, or a zav for that matter, um, and a sheretz and a nevela and shifazera, all those things are only metame when they're lach, when they're fresh and not when they're dried out. If, however, you can reconstitute it, rehydrate it back to being uh, lach, so to make it bring it back to what it was, then it would be mitame even if it's dry. How long of a soaking can you qualify this for? It has to be only in lukewarm and within 24 hours. That's the test. If it takes longer than 24 hours, or if it needs hot, hot water to be able to re- rehydrate it, that's not going to qualify. Okay? Uh, Rabbi Yossi says that uh, if there's even by flesh of a dead body, which we said it is Metami Yavish, he says that it's not going to be Metami Yavish um, um, uh, unless it's uh, rehydratable at all to get it back to what it was. And if not, then it would be Tohar. Okay, so that was the Mishnah. So the first things first is we are stating here that the Dam of Anida is, is itself Tami. How do you know that that's the case? That's a pasuk. A pasuk says vadava binidasa. The dava means the flow itself. The madve is the same as she is, just like she's tummy. So to the blood is tummy. Okay, so um, maybe that's only when it's fresh. How do you know that it's dry? Because it says the word ye, that it remains as it is. So the gemara says, well, that would maybe only imply if it started out fresh and then it dried up. 
then it stays with the same status of Tumma. But what if it started out dry, meaning it came out of the body a dried clump of blood? And we know the Mishnah tells us that that is still conveying Tumma. So the question is, how do you know that? So again, it's based on the Pasuk. Yeh, mean is, is a reboy. If that's true, then why isn't it, why don't we compare the Dam all the way to the Isha, that it should even be Metama, Mishka Vemoshev, that it's Metama, things that, that, sit, that the blood is sitting on, um, to make the, that, that seat is tame so much that if a man would sit on it, not only him, but even his clothes will become tame, which is what happens by the, by the case of Anida. So the Gemara explains, um, it's not possible for a dam to be, to do a Mishka of It's just there. It doesn't sit. You need something to sit or lie, like a woman who could do that. Okay? So the Gemara explains um, that, uh, what do you mean? By Evan Hamenugas, which is a stone from a house of Tsaras that also can't sit or lie down. And yet, there's a special miyotakra, a special limitation in the text to exclude it and say that it's not metame mishka v'moshev, because you might have thought to make a kavachomer, that because it's even metame b'ohel, basically, which is not the case by Azov, or, uh, um, and, and so, so kol shakein, you should have a tam, tumas mishka v'moshev, the stone, and that's why I to say hazov, and not the heaven, because it's a miyotakra. So without that miyot, I would have considered it. So why don't we say the same thing? Yeah, the answer is, is that you know what, you're right, but there is a miyot hakra as well, that it's only the din of Mishka Moshev is only for her, because it says, Asher, he Yoshev is a love, whatever she sits on, her and not her blood, meaning the blood doesn't uh, have that din. If that's true, so then um, maybe, oh, oh, maybe, uh, Gemara says, there's something called an Evan Mesama, which is basically a large stone. If she sits on that large stone and that stone is on clothes, then it's Matama through the stone into the clothes. So maybe the same thing would be for the dam as well. So Ravashi says, the Pasuk also says this, Vahanose Osam, what carries them, that's a mute, and since it's a mute, there's a limitation in the text, we don't apply it to the blood of the Nida as either. Okay, and that is where we left off, and we're going to take it from here.